To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, we are going to go over some gaps that we have, some Disney gaps. Everybody has gaps. Nobody's perfect. And we're going to go over some of the things that us as Disney fanatics haven't done. Uh, some of them are pretty big. Some of them are pretty small. Uh, but we're going to go over them. We're going to talk about them. Yeah, Mikhailo, there's a lot to do at Disney, and there's a lot that I haven't done and a lot that I wish I had done. Uh, but before we get started, I thought we should mention that we are trying to keep you connected to Disney, trying to find you ways to do that at home. Um, today's podcast, talking about gaps, it's all about just having a conversation with somebody today talking about those things that we enjoy and things that we haven't been able to enjoy yet. So I hope you guys can enjoy this conversation and will join us on Facebook later. Yeah. Keep the conversation going. That's all we want. Keep talking about Disney. This is one of the big reasons that we started this podcast was to just talk about Disney. Uh, it started as a conversation and it turned into a podcast and we're having some fun. We hope you guys can have some fun too. So uh, I'll start with uh, one of my big gaps. Uh, and I say big gap because it seems like a big part of Disney that I've just never even gone into. I'm talking about Storybook Circus. This is an entire land, not even really a land, but like a section of land in Disney that I've just never stepped foot into. Um, most of the time when I'm back there kind of walking around Fantasyland, I'll that nothing really pulls me back there. So I'll just, I'll just walk straight past it. Um, I've watched a couple walkthroughs and stuff where people walk through it and there's, there's things back there that I didn't even know were back there. Like, uh, like a huge gift shop and stuff like that. So that's one of my, probably one of my biggest gaps is that I've just never, never even been to that, that part of the park before. Well, that park, um, historically it, it was part of the, uh, Toontown, mm -hmm. Mickey's Toontown, and uh, it's kind of kept that small kid type of feel to it. So you've got Dumbo back there, you've got Barnstormer, which I have not ridden. Mm -hmm. um, you've got the Casey Jr. train uh, splash pad, and then Big Top Souvenirs, which you talked about. Mm -hmm. Since I have kids and I've been there with my kids, I have been back there. Uh, it's it's themed well, just like you would expect any Disney area would be uh, i would highly recommend going and checking it out just once since you haven't been back there mikhailo 
definitely. Um, it Big Top Souvenirs is a great gift shop. They have a lot of great stuff in there. And shopping is a, especially in Magic Kingdom, uh, is a big part of my Disney going experience. And just kind of seeing that I've been stiffing myself on an area to go shop for, for things, even if they're kind of more kid friendly. Uh, I mean, I'm a kid at heart and I'm, I'm, I'm a kid. I'm just a kid. (laughs) (laughs) We'll always be a kid, especially at Disney. Um, So I, I always thought that was very cool. And it was kind of eye opening when I saw some walkthroughs where it was like, Oh, all of this stuff is back there. That's so cool. And I've just always just walked straight past it whenever I've been over there. The nice thing about Big Top Souvenirs is that uh, not a lot of people do go in there. I don't know why. It's a great gift shop. But part of the reason it's so great is that no one's in there. And they've got a lot of the great stuff that they might have in the Emporium. Mm. So you can shop without people bumping into you all the time. (laughs) Uh, You know, like I was there right after the 45th anniversary and I was looking for some of that merchandise and happened to find it in the Big Top Souvenirs, which was great Mm. because I wasn't finding it many places. So I was able to get the cup that I wanted and, you know, I was happy. They have a little bakery inside there. So with it not being so busy, you can get in there, you can pick things out instead of waiting in line at the bakery and bumping through people at the Emporium. uh, you, You really can get in and out of there nice and easy. Yeah. Very cool. I'll definitely have to give that a walkthrough next time I'm there. And now here we are two guys talking about shopping, but you know, some of the merchandise is a lot of fun. Uh, and then, you know, Dumbo is that iconic ride that everyone should be riding. Um, at least once I've done it a couple times with my kids. It's fun. Um, I have not ridden barnstormer. Uh, I don't know. We just never went back to go on it, I guess. Yeah. I've, I've been on Dumbo before when I was really young and then I've, I've never been on Barnstormer, obviously, because I haven't been back there. Uh, I have a friend who has a pretty unique story about Dumbo. And I'm not sure if this was just a Disney moment that somebody let him have. But uh, he told me uh, one of his favorite items is the turkey leg. And he was walking around the, uh, walking around the park with the turkey leg. They got in line for Dumbo and the Dumbo line went pretty quick. So he wasn't done with his turkey leg yet. And they actually let him get onto Dumbo with his turkey leg in hand, which to me doesn't sound too terribly safe. But I mean, the magic of Disney got to give people Disney moments. Uh, And so he's able to (laughs) ride Dumbo, just eating his turkey leg, just like having a grand old time. And he, he thought it was the coolest thing to be able to do that. So. I wish you guys could see Mikhailo right now holding up his imaginary turkey leg <laughs> to his mouth. It's just hilarious. This is I almost every- thought he was about to gnaw on it too. So <laughs> everybody eats turkey <laughs> legs with this, with their elbow out and right in front of their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turkey legs are great. I would love to go on a ride with a turkey leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're mess though. I, I find them to be a mess. But oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moving on to one of my gaps would be the Hall of Presidents. I've never been in there. And from what people have told me and from the videos I've seen, it's quite an awesome uh, attraction with so many audio animatronics in there and uh, just the way that they interact with each other. 
I can't believe I haven't been in there. I've tried a couple of times, but they've been they've had it down for refurbishment the last couple of times I was there. So I uh, have not been able to get in there. Yeah, that's another one of these things where it's really easy to just kind of walk past some of these things. Um, Storybook Circus, kind of big, hard hard to completely walk past this. But but Hall of Presidents is just kind of like tucked right in right in this like little area, and it's really it's really easy to walk right past these these places. Um, I've I've too have never been into Hall of Presidents and. People people love to talk about Hall of Presidents, and it seems like one of those. It's it's kind of a must do for some people at, when they come to the parks. So, yeah, I've you know it it does have some historical context, not just because it has all the presidents in it, but going back to Walt Disney and his love for Abraham Lincoln, it kind of was birthed from that. Um, so it it's something that I definitely need to get into and see. I can't believe I haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, and and that's how I feel with some of these too, where it's just like, how have I never never done this before? And then I sometimes I do the math where I'm like, oh, I usually just walk right past it, or it's it's over by Hall of Presidents is kind of close to Haunted Mansion, so it's possible that I just run to Haunted Mansion and <laughs> run straight past <laughs> Hall of Presidents. So, um, but yeah, that's it's it's always crazy to to love Disney so much and just have these gaps, these things that we've never done before. Yeah, the there's so many things. You know, like this last trip I was on, we had our kids, we were running out of time. It was spring break. We were trying to just take it easy, do what we could, and not feel the crowds. So, you know, when we got to that part of the park, it was kind of like, eh, we're not gonna be able to see it this time around again because I don't think my daughter would have sat through it. And mm -hmm. we had other things that we wanted to do instead. So I've also noticed uh, that for me, I'm not the type of person who will walk through the park and experience thing everything as I'm walking through the park. I'm the type of person who will like go to certain things. Uh, I try to do the loop of the park, but I'll I'll run to the things that I know that I love and just experience those things. Uh, I feel like one of these times I really just need to slow down maybe listen to Lou's podcast and, and just walk <laughs> through main street and uh, just kind of like experience every, everything. Um, and I think a, a, a large part of that can be due to the crowds where it's like, yeah, some of these places are just so crowded. You just want to get through them and get to the rides that you want to be on or get to the restaurant that you want to go to. So yeah, it's just kind of like slowing down and being able to, to experience everything as you go through the park. And if you happen to walk by something that you've never done before, like the hall of presidents and decide, Hey, I'm not in this huge time crunch. I'm trying to take my time in this park. Just kind of go in there and experience it. I, that's how I try to do all of my trips now is just take our time, do what we can and really enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy what they've put together because you can really be immersed that that word is kind of a buzzword lately, but <laughs> you know, you, you can really get immersed into these different worlds and mm -hmm. lands that they've built. So it's more, I find, I found it to be more fun. I've heard stories of people that uh, every trip had to sit on the rocking chairs in front of the crystal palace and just yes. watch people go by. 
I've never done something like that. I'm always constantly like, where's the next thing? Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to just slow down take my time, enjoy what's there. And especially at Magic Kingdom. If, for me, Magic Kingdom has always been a huge rush because there's so much to do there. And I, for some reason, always give myself very little time when I'm at the Magic Kingdom. So I, I've, I've just always kind of been running around. So yeah, maybe... I mean, honestly, if, if if I ever gave myself more than a week at Disney World, that would be something that I would love to do is just kind of go to an area of Disney and just chill, like in a park. I've chilled other places. Uh, downtown Disney is a good place to chill. But just kind of like sitting. I've always thought that uh, back when I was applying for colleges, I uh, actually auditioned at UCF and I made it into the music school, but I didn't make it into the regular school. Um, but I always thought it would be so cool to just like go do homework <laughs> in a yeah. Disney park. Yeah. Like, that would, that would love that. Um, but yeah, just kind of go in and chill somewhere at Disney park. That would, that would be great. And just slow down. That'd be a lot of, a lot of fun or, you know, even just doing work. We've talked about mm-hmm. how we've been virtual lately and it would be nice to just go down there and spend some time working at, you know as you're listening to a cavalcade go by or something <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so my next gap um and i like to think of myself as somebody who really enjoys the disney hotels um and i think i i enjoy them because of just how how great they are and how you're kind of in that disney bubble but one one thing i haven't done yet is stay at a deluxe resort i've stayed at a value and I've stayed at a moderate, but I have not yet been able to stay at a deluxe resort. Um, these resorts can get pretty expensive, hence deluxe. And uh, it's been pretty tough for, for me and my family uh, the times that we've gone to be able to swing a deluxe resort. But I love doing resort hopping and, and walking through these uh, resorts and uh, it's just always been a dream of mine to stay somewhere like contemporary or grand Floridian or uh, someplace like that. This really falls in with one of my items too, that, you know, we have not stayed at the Polynesian mm-hmm. and uh, my wife and I have kind of said our next trip's going to be a big trip. We're going to, um, you know, kind of do it up. So it's kind of a, we're staying at the Polynesian and we're not going type of thing. I don't know. We'll Mm -hmm. see if that, you know, we'll see if that happens, but uh, typically we're, you know, kind of going, going, going so much that I'm only looking for a bed. So why would I want to pay for a deluxe resort? But we've, you know, just like you said, resort hopped into the Polynesian before, and it's just a great place. It's the ambiance is great. The smells are great. (laughs) The, uh, you know, they've got so many amenities there to enjoy. It's it's definitely a place that we need to get to. Oh, I totally agree. The The Polynesian is definitely on my bucket list. I love the Polynesian. That's uh, that was one of the ones I was going to say, but then I knew you were going to you were going to talk about the Polynesian. So <laughs> <laughs> do I mention it too much? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the a deluxe resort, uh, I've actually been to. I think almost all of the deluxe resorts uh, just like as a walkthrough or uh, resort hopping. So 
it's definitely definitely on the bucket list. Uh, something something big that I haven't that something big that I've never done uh, with Disney. So, uh, my next one, I'm I seem to be staying within the Magic Kingdom area, but mm-hmm. um, you know, like I've said, there's a lot of things to do, and some of the things are tours. And the one tour that I have been wanting to do is uh, the Marceline to Magic Kingdom tour, which is a two hour or three hour tour that they offer in the morning. And they take you uh, backstage a little bit. They talk about Walt's history um, along Main Street. They take you backstage into Haunted Mansion. Uh, you kind of get to see the ballroom scene from backstage there. So. Uh, and then they do kind of do the same thing over Carousel Progress, where they take you through the ride, but you've got a little earbud in your ear, and you can hear the uh, tour guide kind of narrating and giving you little facts as you go mm. through the attraction. So uh, definitely something on my list. There's tons of other tours that they do, and they seem to have one in every park. So it's... Uh, there's something for everyone, as I like to tell people. Yeah, and this is something that I've always thought would be cool too, just with that whole backstage type deal that you get with these these tours. I've always I have several friends who have worked and are currently working for Disney, and I've tried to coerce them to get me to go into the Utilidors, <laughs> and nobody will let me, mainly because they probably lose their job if if they snuck me into util- utilidors but that doesn't mean i'm not going to try <laughs> uh but for me these tours i think and this comes down comes down to i don't really get to go to disney too terribly often throughout the year so whenever i do get to go it's always like what are we doing like how are we planning this out and i always plan our days like down to the hour um, my family can attest to that. My my siblings are super into it, but my parents aren't too happy about it. So they tend to kind of float however they want to go. But I think that's one thing with me is that I, to kind of give up those three hours of planning for me uh, is kind of difficult. But I do feel like the payoff for what, what it gets you to do uh, is definitely worth it. So it's definitely something that I I want to experience at, at some point. Yeah, and I've uh, I've been looking at some of the other ones. They've got a eight hour tour, and I, I don't know. They've got a, like maybe a seven hour tour. The, the Keys to the Kingdom is one of them, where they kind of take you to every park, mm-hmm. and you get to see different things, and you travel backstage to get to those parks. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, they even feed you on some of those, which whatever um (laughs) but you know like it gives you a different perspective it gives you a little more maybe to do some of these tours have certain rides built into them so that you can say hey if i go pay for this tour i'm guaranteed to do these things Mm -hmm. as opposed to well i get my three fast passes so what am i going to make sure i get on and then figure out the rest later you know, it all it depends on how you want to do it. You can kind of take your time on these tours, enjoy the ride, so to speak. Um, you know, it's a little extra cost. Not like a VIP tour, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we, <laughs> I was watching a little while back uh, somebody on a VIP tour where they basically say, we're going to go on this ride now. And they take you over there and they take you like in a back way, <laughs> get you right on. You don't have to wait in line. Um, and then when you want to hop to another park, they have a car waiting backstage for you. You jump in the car, you're over to the next park in 10 minutes. You don't have to get on transportation, which is going to take you an hour. You can just get in this car and you're there backstage wow. to backstage. And, uh, you know, you obviously you're paying for it. It's a, uh, seven hour minimum. And I believe it's $350, no, $450 an hour. So (laughs) if you, if you do the seven hour minimum, it's about $3,200. So you can have up to 10 people. Um, so, you know, if you want to split it among 10 people, that's 320 bucks extra for your day. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. You can (laughs) go wherever you want. Um, I think right now they are not including rise of the resistance in that because it's just too hard to make that work. Yeah. But, uh, otherwise it's, uh, it, it's quite the deal if you want to pay for it. Yeah. And it, it definitely sounds like something I I'd want to do, especially with, I am really into history and kind of like how everything was made and and when everything came about uh and i'm sure they have it's chock full of that kind of stuff with these tours so i'd be i'd definitely be in into something like that plus kind of like going getting to go back backstage and and seeing how everything works and everything like that the only thing i i don't think i would enjoy is uh i don't i don't know it's maybe it's just me but i kind of i enjoy the whole like going on transportation and like getting to the park and like walking through the front entrance. It's just all just the, the pageantry of it is uh, I'm, I'm really into. And so I guess it's just these little things that I like, don't want to like give up for these, <laughs> for the <laughs> these tours. tours. I don't but... blame you. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, what's the word I'm looking for enjoyment in going in, you know, mm-hmm. doing some of these things like that. So yeah, yes, definitely. So uh, another gap something that I've never done at Disney world. I've never done a solo trip to Disney world. The solo trip that I did to Disneyland wasn't just to Disneyland. I I actually had other things going on that day. Disneyland was just kind of like fit into my schedule, but I did go there by myself, which I wasn't too sure if it it was going to be for me because I've always been to Disney parks with either my family or friends um and honestly it was i i was able to do it like it it was it was kind of cool to be able to just kind of like go around the park and do whatever i want um but i don't know how i would fare with an entire trip um kind of like going to the hotel by yourself going to different parks by yourself um things like that I'm, i'm sure i have enough friends out in orlando where i wouldn't be alone the entire time but just kind of like not being around family or friends constantly during a a trip i think would be it would be different for me i i, I don't i don't know how i how i'd be able to do it but yeah uh solo trip is something that i don't know that i'll ever do it but um that's only because my wife and i just travel together so well mm-hmm. uh, 
but it, it's it's something that I've heard a lot of people talk about and that they really enjoy because you don't have to worry about anybody else. You just get to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we have these phones in our pockets all the time, you've always got somebody to talk to, don't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot of what I've heard is that you start talking to the people you're waiting in line with. Um, we were at Epcot at the patisserie in France and we had grabbed our lunch and we were going to, we went and sat down at a table and this lady comes walking over, sits down at our table with us and kind of look at each other and like, this is weird. And she just struck up a conversation, ate her lunch, you know, said, Hey, have a great day and moved on her way. And it was like, she must be on a solo trip doing her own thing. And, you know, it didn't bother us. We had some nice conversation and uh, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. So I kind of like to talk to people if you haven't noticed. So (laughs) (laughs) um, I think I'd be okay with that. I'd be able to handle doing something like that. Yeah. I, and, and I, I do that same thing too. I remember uh, there was one time that we were at, Hollywood studios for extra magic hours. And there was a gentleman in line who was just littered with Disney tattoos all over his arms. Uh, and I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, dude, these are, these are all so cool. Uh, and we, we talked about that, that the entire time we were in line and, and he was really deep into the Disney fandom and he was, um, he was on a solo trip just, just by himself. Um, so I think I, I mean I think I'd be able to do it. I think it would just be real different for me. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, one of the things that I have not done that is also on our list and that may end up taking care of it. We have not been to Disney for Christmas, mm. and we definitely need to get there for Christmas. Um, we along with that on my list i've got written down christmas party uh the mickey's very merry christmas party i have not been able to do that Mm -hmm. um i think that parade is awesome the uh the the fireworks at night are cool the just to be able to walk around with some hot chocolate and 70 degree weather i'm not sure about but (laughs) you know you, you get cookies and hot chocolate and as part of the party and then you can meet all these extra characters while you're there too. Um, and then at the end of the night, it snows on main street. So I think that would be a lot of fun. So I need to get down there for that. I've probably told this story before, but I'm going to keep telling it because it's probably one of the most magical moments I've ever had at Disney was when uh, I was, I was in Disney uh, we were actually only there for one day. This was when I went to go see my sister when she was in Cinderella on tour in, in uh, Florida. And we were rushing around everywhere. We were, we were, we had park hoppers and we were park hopping from park to park and we were rushing through um, Hollywood studios and it was uh, right around Christmas time. I actually think it, yeah, it was the, the day after Christmas morning. Um, and so the parks were packed, of course. Uh, but we were just rushing around and we ran. Uh, we were going to try to get to the other side of Hollywood studios. And all of a sudden this was when um, it wasn't a parade. It was one of the, sh- uh, it was the Christmas show, a uh, fireworks show that they have going on at Hollywood studios. 
and we like ran we were trying to run through all of the people watching it and all of a sudden <laughs> it just starts snowing and and a bunch of midwest kids in florida and it's snowing in florida we just lost our minds like we were so happy that we were able to be there and experience that it was so cool however as an industry professional in the production realm i know that that fake snow it's actually soap <laughs> so if you try to eat it it's not going to taste too good <laughs> I believe the uh, term you're looking for is snope. Yep. Snope. <laughs> 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 yeah. I would love to be a part of that um, mm -hmm. and, and just see all the Christmas decorations and have that snow coming down. It'd be a lot of fun to do. Uh, yeah. That's so Christmas at Disney world is definitely a big one on my list. Yeah, and I've I've been there a couple times. I was there real young uh, around Christmas time, and then I've been the my most recent trip was Thanksgiving, so it was it was decked out in Christmas. Uh, but the one thing that I haven't done is Halloween. I've never been there during Halloween. I think I think I'd be more excited about being in Disney for Halloween than Christmas. I I I like both pretty equally um but I, I just the things that that disney does for halloween is just next level like it's so it's so cool and we have been lucky enough to get to uh halloween and do the halloween party they do have some great decorations they have some the greatest parade uh <laughs> the the headless horseman at that they consider the pre-parade um mm -hmm. He's worth the price of, of admission alone. <laughs> uh, you know, inside inside information on that one is that he can't really see anything. That horse is completely trained on how to ride <laughs> through that thing. And, like, it knows where to go and how fast to be going. And he's almost at the mercy of this horse. Wow. So, I mean, that blows my mind to think that <laughs> he's, you know, I'm sure there's a point where if he were to get into trouble, he can take control, but, or maybe it's a she. I'm just saying he because it's the headless horse man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who knows? But, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the Halloween party is a lot of fun and they, you get to trick or treat through the Magic Kingdom. And it, you get way too much candy and you, more than any one person should ever have. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely something you should get to and to see. Okay, well, well, Brian, we're we're in we're at Christmas time here, so we need to stay stay back on on track with Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you brought up Halloween, so I know that's true. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So anyway, I mean, Christmas would be great. I think what they're doing right now for Christmas is pretty cool. Uh, so I hope some of the things they're doing now is uh, going to stick. Yeah. So uh, I had a little mini one in there, but uh, my next uh, big gap is I have never watched the Festival of the Lion King at Animal Kingdom. What? I know. <laughs> that this, thing's uh, go ahead 
this is a, a show at Disney and you'd think with uh, my family's theatrical background, it's something we'd be, be into, but uh, we, we've never uh, gotten around to going over and uh, checking it out. Uh, we've seen the, the Nemo show before. We, ha- we actually have a couple friends that are in the Nemo show. Um, and we've seen a lot of the other shows kind of around Disney property. Uh, hope you do review. We have friends in that one too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've just, we've never kind of gotten around to uh, going and watching the Festival of the Lion King. And uh, I think this one, again, it's kind of like, uh, isn't it in like kind of a weird area? It's, it's like kind it was. of back, right? It was in a weird area. So, uh, the show was created as a temporary thing when they first opened Animal Kingdom because they just needed a little bit more. So they threw this show together and put it in a show building that was um, available, I guess. Uh, at I mean, it was just open, but it was inside of what they called Camp Mini Mickey. Mm-hmm. And you would uh, kind of walk this little path back to the building. Um, it was smaller was a great venue um because no matter where you sat in there you had a really good view you're kind of clo- up close uh, and then when you walked out you could meet Minnie and Mickey and Donald and I believe Daisy was there too um as part of the whole camp Minnie Mickey um it got to be so popular that here we are 20 years later and it's still running mm-hmm. and um so when Pandora was being built uh, they needed to move it. So now it's outside of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, just as you cross the bridge, it's off to the left. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is kind of tucked back yet. And because of the theming in that area, it, it can be a little difficult to find. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the map is really well set and there's a decent yellow sign that says Festival of <laughs> the Lion King. Um, but yeah, it's a great, great show. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Those performers have been doing it since the beginning, I believe. Oh, wow. Um, my sister was able to uh, be a cast member at Animal Kingdom right after it opened. She did her college program. And uh, yeah, I was talking her to her the other day when I heard about the mass layoffs of the entertainers. And she said, Those perform the singers have been doing that since day one. <laughs> wow. Um, and I mean, like, I think it's the bass. He's got a massive voice. <laughs> so I just I just hope that when we come out of all this craziness that you know these guys are still they're come back there and we still get the show that it is because it's a tremendous show. Yeah, definitely. And, and I agree. I've definitely seen um seen some clips from it before uh on YouTube, but I've just uh for for whatever reason I've just never gotten over there to to experience it. It's definitely worth doing for sure. Um, my list keeps disappearing on me. I, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, I have Space Mountain with the lights on. Um, I have done Space Mountain a couple of times. It's a good ride. Uh, but the best one I would like to do is see it with the lights on, which you can't ride it with the lights on. So, Mikayla, what do you got to do to be able to see Space Mountain with the lights on? Well, I've seen Space Mountain with lights on before when I've gone through the People Mover. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to ride the people mover. So <laughs> I've seen videos. I was watching a Tim video where he just happened to be coming through there. And it was, he it like blew his mind. He was like, Oh my gosh, you've been waiting <laughs> to do this forever. And <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've seen that video too. <laughs> Uh, Tim Tracker, if I didn't say that, that's uh, that's the video I was watching. So, um, yeah, <laughs> he's, our, it's, he's our buddy Tim. We like to yeah, we're right. on a first name basis. We've never. <laughs> <had him. laughs> um, yeah, uh, that would be a lot of fun to do. So now I'm kind of getting out, out to the obscure stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, and that that would be amazing. To I mean, you can't you can't ride again. You can't ride Space Mountain with the lights on. They. Basically, what happens is is the something breaks down in the ride or something like that, and uh, you end up stranded. So most of the time, when you're on there, you're getting pushed, and then the force kind of brings you back to uh, the loading station. Uh, but yeah, that that is that would def- that's like a bucket list for me. Is like somehow get on to Space Mountain and have the lights turn on. That'd be so cool. <laughs> And the way I hear it, rumor is, is that if you were to ride it with your, uh, with the lights on, it would be terrifying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because the track is so close to each other. You almost feel like you're going to lose your head. Mm-hmm. I've heard um, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell your kids that, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, another thing, another gap that I have with Disney, and this is just kind of like my personal preference. However, it's on this list because it's something that people like to do. It's, it's something that is actually, it's pretty normal, uh, for guests at, at Disney world. And that's waiting to watch a parade. I I've never, I've watched parades, uh, but I've never like waited an hour for like the perfect spot to watch a parade. Uh, I've always kind of just been like either eating and then like watching it outside of the window or, or just kind of like passing through and watching the parade go by. I've never actually sat somewhere and waited for the, for the parade to start. And maybe that's, and it's just me. I parades. I don't know. It's the, some parades are very cool. Like I've, I've definitely sat and watched special magic before. Um, parades like that but i I just i'm just i'm not i'm not a huge parade fan like i'm not gonna sit and just watch the whole parade go by which uh fun fact uh sometimes parades are the best time to go try to see which lines have gone down uh because most of most everybody funnels into these areas to watch those parades so that's a good time to like see what uh check your wait times and see what you can jump onto and so most of the time i'm doing that uh but i'm not i don't dislike parades i just that's not what i go to disney for um certain parades uh i would go to disney for like like the christmas parades like the halloween parades um but just just your your ordinary uh ordinary disney parades i just i've never really have the urge to to sit for an hour before the parade starts and and save that spot which so many people do uh even with fireworks i've i've sat and waited for fireworks before but those are fireworks <laughs> <laughs> um but I've, I've never sat and waited for a parade before we uh we've sat and waited for the uh main street electrical parade mm-hmm. we did that and that was well worth it. I can still remember 
sitting there with both my kids on my lap, watching it all go by. And it was, you know, so we were front row and it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually go, Hey, it's time for the parade and find an open spot along the parade route. It seems mm-hmm. like that, that three o'clock parade, you can find a spot if you, you know, look a little bit. So it's, um, I don't know that you need to wait for a parade. You just need to be aware of Mm -hmm. where to go. And a lot of times adults will be like, Hey, let the kids come up here. Mm -hmm. So if you walk on your knees, Mikhailo, you might be able to (laughs) pass yourself off as a kid. Oh yeah. Child at heart. People, people, people will be able to tell. (laughs) So, uh, my last thing is the frozen sing-along. Mm. I have not uh, seen that one. Um, we had the opportunity when we were there, but for some reason we chose to do other things. I don't know. And my kids have always loved frozen. So, <laughs> uh, and if you're, if you're listening to the podcast regularly, you'll, you'll know that my sister is actually in the Broadway touring musical frozen. So the last time we were there, that was a must. Um, not because Tatiana's that much into frozen, but, <laughs> but because we actually fro- the, that frozen um, stage show is part of the fast passes. And uh, when I was going through fast passes, um, the way that they're tiered, at Hollywood Studios, that was probably like the best fast pass I could find <laughs> for for that day uh, in that tier of show, uh, and it was something that that we wanted to go to anyways. So that was um, we actually had a fast pass for for it when we went. So uh, we we enjoyed it. It was it was cool for Tatiana to be there and 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 see that stage show. But I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's I I wouldn't say it's not something that I would have spent a fast pass on had I not had, I wasn't forced to basically, (laughs) but, um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to remember the circumstance. I want to say it pop up as a fast pass we could grab, but, um, I think we decided we wanted to do Indiana Jones um, so I went and did Indiana Jones with a couple of us. And then the other half of the group went and did the Disney junior party. Cause they were the younger, some of the younger kids. So, um, I think that's what had happened mm. at that point, but yeah, something that I've learned more about since and wish I would have gone and done. Yeah. Just make, make sure that you don't say puddle when you, when you go to that stage show. Yeah. <laughs> okay all right yep just don't good to know don't Don't, do it they'll they'll throw you out (laughs) (laughs) so my last thing on my list and this is um i'm going to use some big words so that some of our younger viewers don't exactly know what i'm talking about but uh i have never gotten inebriated on disney property it's because you can't afford it it's yes, you're, you're right. <laughs> uh, and I think this this comes down to I want to be able to en- enjoy myself and not kind of get 
weird or like out of control. Uh, I've definitely gotten tipsy before uh, when I've been in the parks. I mean, who, who can't when you're at Epcot? Um, but I've, I've never gotten fully inebriated uh, when I've been at a Disney park. Um, I should probably say park. No, I don't think I've ever really gotten inebriated in on Disney property. Um, there, there are some areas where it's it's pretty common to uh, Epcot being one of them, uh, and then Disney Springs is another one where there's there's lots of bars and lots of places to get drinks. Um, but yeah, it's just never been something that that I thought I needed to do while I was at Disney. Is it on my bucket list? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it, 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 I feel like if I was and a lot of these these things on my lists are if I had more time, I would do these things. Uh, if I had a night where I was just like, you know what, we're gonna we're our our thing is to have drinks, and we'll go to Epcot and we'll do uh, drinks around the world, something like that, and we'll have a grand old time. Um, obviously, within within reason, uh, of course, you always want to stay safe, but I I just have never really had the desire to. Um, become inebriated at, at a Disney park, especially because you're just, there's just so much magic and there's so many things that you want to take in uh, who would not want to remember uh, a Disney day and who would, I don't know who would kind of want to be in that headspace while, while they're at Disney. So that's just, that's one thing that I know um, people, people do there. Uh, I, I'm not even sure if it's ever really big Disney enthusiasts who are doing it either, but uh, I think it's kind of more, the the novice disney people who who see alcohol and just kind of go for it um but yeah it's just never been something that i've needed to do or kind of really want to do there have been i you know i typically will grab a beer when i'm in the england area um might grab something a little later but i'm not really thinking about drinking usually when i'm there um it is fun to grab one here or there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I did a little bit of drinking around the world on a no kids trip. And um, even then it was sit down, have a drink, go explore that hotel, you know, get some water, move on to the next one, have a drink. You know, you're going an hour or two in between each one. So you're mm-hmm. not really getting hammered or anything. So. Yeah. And uh, I, I should preface this. This is two Wisconsin boys that are talking about not, <laughs> not drinking at Disney World. And so we, we know our way around alcohol. Um, and so it, this, is, this is kind of why it's, it's one of those things that like, it's, it's kind of surprising that, uh, that I've never done this. Um, but at the same time, I kind of like understand of, of where I want to be while I'm at a Disney park. Yeah, anytime I see somebody talking about drinking around the world, I always say make sure you have some water in between. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that heat down there, I can't imagine oh. trying to do something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I, I said I had my last one. I just have a couple of quick hitters that I can name off really <laughs> quick here. Uh, I have never done mini golf. Mm, yeah, either have I. <laughs> uh, uh, it seems like something that could be fun. Never been to a water park down there. Yes. Yeah. Th- it's funny. You're you're reminding me all these things that I've never done before, but I technically can't say that uh, because one of my last 
times or one of the last things I did when I was young at one of our family trips was go to a, a water park. And because of rain, we got ourselves changed and everything. And by the time we got out to the water, they were calling people back because of lightning. So I have <laughs> never experienced a Disney water park, but I've been in a Disney water park. <laughs> That's too bad. Um, and then my last final honorable mention would be the boats that go across the lagoon in Epcot. Never been on them. Oh, yeah. Uh, either have I, I have, I've never done that before either. I've, I've been on the boats obviously that take you across the, um, seven seas lagoon. Uh, but I've never been on the boats that take you across the lagoon at Epcot. Yes. So I don't know if you had anything else left, but that's, that's what the rest of my list this time around. So, yeah, I think I can wrangle up a couple of honorable mentions here. Uh, one thing that I've never done is I've never parked at the TTC. Uh, I've either ever been brought there, uh, dropped off there by Uber, or I've just taken regular uh, trans bus tra tra transportation to the front of Magic Kingdom. I have been to the TTC, but that was by monorail. I have not mm -hmm. actually parked there either. And usually that's because I am staying in the bubble and I'm using completely Disney transportation. So I have no reason to park there. Exactly. Yeah, me too. I have, however, parked at Epcot before. Um, when uh, my sister and I and my brother, uh, we all had our one day at Disney. We actually, we drove a car. So that's the one time we've ever actually parked uh, at <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Um, another one of mine, and this is, this is kind of sad and I want to fix this at some point, but I've, I've never stayed more than a week. Uh, I think the, the longest I've stayed has been like five or six days. Um, and so I, I really want to get that, that long stay out of the way and be able to kind of do, do these things that I haven't done kind of fill my gaps. I was able to go for eight nights for my honeymoon. Mm, yeah. So that was really nice. That's awesome. Uh, and my last thing is I've never actually waited in line to meet characters. Uh, I've met characters before, but that's because uh, sometimes when when they're first walking out, you can kind of catch them. And once they get set into their spot, you can just walk up and take a picture with them. Uh, but I've never actually kind of like stood and waited in line to get pictures with characters. I've waited in those lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's been characters that we've wanted to meet and, you know, it just happened to do that, be that mm -hmm. way. My wife and I waited in line. So on our, on our trip without kids, we started doing the whole Disney thing. Like we always do We in front of the castle, smile, take a picture, right? Well, after you do a few of those pictures, you get tired of smiling and take the picture. <laughs> so now we're trying to find things that make it more interesting. Same thing with the characters what can we say to these people? You know, like <laughs> what, what do you say to Mickey Mouse? What do you say to Pocahontas? Um, don't tell anybody, but I've only seen pieces of Pocahontas. Couldn't really tell you the story that they've, there. <laughs> but you know, we're not going to let anyone know that. Okay. Mikhail, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll cut this out. <laughs> wink. <laughs> uh, so, uh, however, anyway, however, while we were I, waiting in line with Pocahontas, 
we looked up things to say to her and let me tell you that like opened new doors to us so then anytime <laughs> we went to meet a character we're like okay who could, what can we say to this one what are we going to say what are we going to talk about like type of stuff it was awesome <laughs> uh meeting some of these people so it was it was great it was a lot of fun yeah what what i was going to say until you so rudely interrupted no <sighs> uh was exactly that was uh you can actually look up what to say to these characters because they have all of this information um trained to them for these certain responses and that's that's the that's the best way to do it rather than have kind of an awkward talk with the disney princess and you don't really know what to say because you're being awkward (laughs) (laughs) so i I hope everyone's listened to this point because here's your tip for your next trip if you're gonna go meet pocahontas the first thing you're gonna find online is to say some certain thing to her as a as the hello greeting everybody does that she doesn't care anymore (laughs) (laughs) but what what did it for us was my wife walked up and said i love your necklace it's beautiful she went on this whole long story about the necklace which Mm. i'm not going to tell you you got to go meet her yourself and ask her about (laughs) it yeah i i probably would have said something generic like oh where's miko (laughs) (laughs) it's so nice to meet you um yeah, uh, it's it was a lot of fun doing things like that. And then, of course, all of our ride photos are us looking bored or scared or, um, you know, something crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have a really good ride photo of my wife where she thought we had missed the picture on Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. So here I am looking at it with my, um, like I think I got my fist under my chin, looking up like kind of confused. And the uh, the my wife is sitting next to me and she's got this like really confused look on her face like, oh, my gosh, what happened? And I, we get off the ride and we see that. And I'm like, so what's that all about? And she's like, I really had thought that we had missed the picture <laughs> and I was a little upset by it. <laughs> and it's a, it's an amazing picture. Anyway, Tana, my sorry, uh, my my brother and sister we all like to do goofy things on our pictures because we know where they all happen. And so we, our favorite is uh, <laughs> at one point we pretended like my sister had died on tower of terror. And uh, I was freaking out that she was dead. And my brother was in the corner looking all mischievous. It, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> but these, these pictures are so cool. And I actually, um, I t- completely missed um, buying the pictures for our for our last uh, trip, um, but I took screenshots of them, so they're they're still alive somewhere. But they just say Disney all over them. Um, but one of them was just this amazing picture of the three of us in a Doom buggy, looking at um, uh, looking at the ghosts that had um, come into our Doom buggies, and it was just the cool. If if there was a way of me getting this picture back. Um, I, w- I would pay all the money for it because we were, it was our first day there. We were so happy to be there and the joy on our faces, being able to go through haunted mansion and, um, getting that picture taken was just so great. It, it's probably one of the best pictures that we've, we've had at Disney world. Um, so if there's, if there's any way I can go, I can go grab it again. That would be great. Um, 
but I have, I have a screenshot of it too. So it lives on. <laughs> so there we go with one of our tangents again. Oh yeah. The, of course it, it's not, it's not a miles from main street podcast unless we go on a tangent about something, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we have for you guys today. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed it and we'll see you guys next time on miles from main street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. (laughs) 